So, thank you for coming here, Dr. Shiva. Thank you for having me. Yeah, how was your day? How, like, you got here almost at noon. Mm-hmm. How, how did your day go? Ah, it was fine. I, I like it, especially it's Friday. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday, right? Yeah, yeah, I like Fridays. And like in the morning, I went to work. We had a like small meeting uh-huh. and then come here. Yeah, so how long have you been in Japan? Uh, in Japan, I have been here since September 2017. Okay. It's almost five years and uh, almost half. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time flies, right? Yeah. I cannot believe that I have been here. So you, you, ca- you came here for your PhD, right? Yes, exactly. So how did that go? Like, why? Can you tell us the story? First of all, can you introduce yourself to, you know, anybody that is listening? So, mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit about you. Uh, I am Shiva Jafarnia and uh, I am 33 years old. Uh, kind of old, but, <laughs> well, not, but like you have very good courage. Like you, girls usually don't yeah, talk about I'm okay. it. <laughs> no, but nice, yeah. And uh, I studied dentistry in Iran in Tehran University of Medical Science. And then I graduated, worked for three years, and then I don't know what happened. Like it was very sudden, and I didn't think about coming to Japan at all. <laughs> yeah. But like in 2017, I see myself studying PhD in Japan mm-hmm. and I studied my PhD from 2018 April mm-hmm. and it finished like last year March I studied dental biomaterials at Nakazaki University and graduated in March 2022 and from April 2022 I'm working at GC Corporation as you see in the R&D nice department. nice uh, how how First of all, like, can you talk to us a little bit about the research you did during your PhD? What was what were you doing exactly? Uh, yeah, my background from my undergraduate was mostly on the restorative dentistry, mm. and uh, like, mm, I I was interested in more like composite resin and bondings and these topics. Mm-hmm. But then uh, when I started my PhD, like the the thing that it was interesting for me was like bioactive materials and these things. And on the other hand. I saw that uh, like most of the things that we have, most of the, the how to say, the dental materials that we have are passive materials. Mm. And then uh, I was doing a little bit research about the preventive materials that most of the, like the pita and fissure slants are not like bioactive, especially the resin based, I mean, not the glass isomer based. Mm. So my, like I tried to make a um, resin based bioactive pita and fissure slant so like my main goal was addition of the bioactive glass mm, to the resin-based pita fissure slant to make it bioactive. So maybe mm-hmm. it could be more helpful in the prevention of the dental caries. This was my main PhD thesis nice. during the last five years. I see. The, usually I try to ask uh, my guests on what are the applications of your research, but mm-hmm. for you, like <laughs> it's, it's so obvious the <laughs> applications, right? Um, Another question is also like, um, and, and this is for people who actually, you know, moved after PhD and moved to the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some skills that you learn during your PhD that help you afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, having a PhD is usually, you know, kind of you're directed towards academia, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. But uh, you and me, we 
took another way, right, to work for the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, in your opinion, how did PhD prepare you to work for the industry? What are the skills that you learned that kind of prepared you to work in the industry? Well, if you ask me like about what skills, like I, there were a few skills that I think it was improved like during my PhD. One of them was like, I was not like, especially during my undergraduate, I was not so good at public speaking or having presentation and these kind of things. But during my PhD, thanks to the, like the Congress you and like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the point. So mm. it was like, I feel much more comfortable, especially about the presentation and being connection with more people. And that. so it was one of the things that I think it helped me a lot, like, especially for preparation of many presentations for my thesis. And another thing was that because my thesis was mostly about like preparation of the new material, I become more interested to understand like not only how we use the material because as a dentist we usually just use the material we don't think about how the material is manufactured or how we prepare it yeah. but for me it was more interesting to see wow there are so many things that we should consider when we want to prepare material and I I think that helped me like more to become more enthusiastic enthusiastic mm. to this topic and also I I learned a little bit about the preparation or the development of the material okay. during my PhD. Yeah, something that you just said right now and a previous guest also on my podcast called, she, her name is Dr. Shitra. She, yeah, she, the exact same point. When you're working as a dentist, you don't really think about, you know, the background of the material, you just kind of use it. Exactly. Right? But after doing PhD, like you actually learn more about the material and you know about the exact applications and when is this better? And is this material better to use and compared to other materials, right? Exactly. What? <laughs> I think you enjoyed your PhD, right? Like you, you look like, you know, you chose a good subject to do it. And, mm -hmm. But what was like the most interesting thing or the, the fun part of doing your PhD? I, I mean, I know PhD is tough, right? Yes. And exactly. we, we, we'll, we will get back to that yeah. part, but. What was the thing that you enjoyed the most about, you know, doing your PhD? Only like you meant about the scientific part, because no, like gen generally speaking, yeah, yeah. because like there were many changes, but with my PhD, it was not just <laughs> studying, you know, that yeah. moving to another country and living somewhere. Well, this was also an interesting part for me mm. learning, like maybe it's not very scientific part, but for me, it was important. Like mm. I can say that uh, like my mind changed a lot during my PhD because while I was working and studying in Iran, it was just my point of view and maybe many people similar to me. But when I moved to Japan, even looking at the scientific part, mm. the people have different point of view. So it teach me that I can like, I can learn and uh, how I can see things from another person's point of view, even mm -hmm. like the scientifically, like when my professor tell me something previously, I was like, oh, I, I didn't see that part. So that's, that's, that was the, like, for me, that was the, I can say it was very interesting mm -hmm. to learn that how the world can be like much bigger. And it was fun. It was fun for me, part of it, I can say. Yeah. And on the other hand, like learning more about the materials, mm -hmm. which was the scientific part, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Like doing the test and doing the experiment for me is very fun. I really enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it, it shouldn't be that much fun, but for me, it's no. Like, I, yeah, I I remember I had the same feeling too. Like because experiments that 
in, in Yemen, we did not do experiments, zero experiments, mm-hmm. to be honest. And uh, after moving to Japan, things that I was doing are things that I was only reading about in the books, you know, like, or you could only like, especially like um, immunofluorescent pictures, like, you know, when you tell the cells with these markers and then the cell looks green and ah. blue and yellow. And ah, yellow you and see how yeah, interesting right? it is. Yeah. Then like, wow, I'm doing <laughs> this, right? You know, so it, yeah, I, I, I totally understand. Also the part about the data, mm-hmm. you know, when the data are like, how can I say like, it's, these are like numbers that can be interpreted differently by many different people. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like the way your professor saw and kind of explained that is like yeah. something that you did not see it. And yeah, yeah. This was, honestly, I did not think that this was possible, you know, but I, I guess like they say, the more you know, the more that you don't know, right? Exactly. This is how yeah. I felt. Over- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess we're going back to the bad part. Wow. <laughs> what was what was tough about your PhD? Oh, what was tough about my PhD? Overall, PhD is not very easy thing. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah, not. I should say that even though I like like even from my undergraduate, I knew that I wanted to study dental materials because I liked it since mm. I was studying during my undergraduate. Mm. But I didn't know that it can be that much tough. Like mm. it, besides like experiments being fun and interesting, sometimes failing that experiment like several times, it, it was like very frustrating for me. And sometimes like even in second year, I remember that I will not graduate ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes have this feeling right but yeah especially for phd or research in general like you can't have everything working right? exactly like, yeah. <laughs> many things should fail right yeah and uh, yeah learning from those mistakes and basically trying to fix them you know you you, you get to have some kind of resilience in it like this is know, what we learn building exactly. again and again right yeah Your this person. is what i learned that's not everything should be always perfect. Not everything mm. should be always positive. Like many things I learned, but it was from my mistakes during my experiment. Maybe that time it was tough for me, mm. even like the discussions that we have or like disapprovals that I get, maybe there were, that time was tough for me. But now, like now that I, I stand and look at them, I mm. feel like I learned many things from them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think if you did your PhD like in Iran, it would have been better or like, no, not better. I would not say better. Like how different do you think is doing PhD in a foreign country and especially Japan? Maybe if you think of it, if you did it back at your home country, what do you, what, what do you think will be the differences, you know, the way that you kind of imagine it? Hmm. Well, in, in some parts, maybe it was easier, like, mm-hmm. like the parts about maybe, maybe it was my own language. Maybe it was easier to learn, mm-hmm. but in some parts, I, I think that I was lucky that I had the chance to come to Japan. You know, that I think it, it's all over the world that dental materials in Japan is very famous. So yeah. that's the point. So f- I think like I was lucky that I had the chance to come to Japan because mm-hmm. like here, there was, I think I learned more, not, not only about like 
the part which was related to my research, mm. but also about like other aspects. Like if, if I work on like restorative dentistry, I also had the chance to learn more about the implants and like the titanium coating and everything like that, thanks to our lab that had like different aspects of the research. Mm -hmm. But I think like if, if I was in Iran, maybe it was easier for me, but maybe I could not have that much experience that I had here. And maybe even the connections and like different point of views I couldn't get. I think mm. th that that works for me. Right. One more thing about, you know, doing PhD in, in, in a foreign country, and especially, you know, in Japan, right? Did, did you find it interesting or easy or difficult to do it in a country like Japan? Like some people, like, were you interested in moving to Japan specifically? Like, did you enjoy the culture? You know, were you in, for me, for example, before coming to Japan, I used to watch a ton of anime and, you know, that kind oh. of thing, <laughs> you know, back in my country. <laughs> so when there was a chance to come to Japan and like, I was like, yeah, I get to watch anime all the time. Interestingly, though, after coming here, I, don't, I stopped watching <laughs> this kind of stuff. I can imagine you yeah. didn't have any You're time too busy, for that. Right? Yeah. But yeah, were you kind of interested in the culture also or like it was just, you know, <laughs> not really? Yeah, the fun part is that I didn't think about coming to Japan at all. Really? Yeah, it was funny because like mm. even I, I, I wanted to study dental materials in Iran and mm. I was thinking if I want to go somewhere, maybe I will go somewhere like Germany or Europe. It, it, was, it was what was in my mind mm -hmm. and because of that I didn't have any idea about Japan oh. and yeah so and because of how the, did the subject of moving to Japan come uh, up to you I was even I was working I remember that mm. and uh, like one of my professors previous professors uh, told me that mm, do you like to go to Japan for studying the dental materials maybe you can apply I was like oh my god I don't know I have never think about that <laughs> and then I talked with my family and they were like Japan, okay, but we don't know. And then first in 2016, I came here as a researcher and I just told that I wanna just have the experience of like uh -huh. being in Japan. Uh -huh. So I was here on, in Nagasaki University for three months uh -huh. and I did a research and it, it was funny because my research was part of like on G, some GC products. Also? Like, yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, this mm. was the fun part, like, because I was interested in Everex and everything, like mm. I was doing some research on them. Mm. And then after that, my three months was almost finished, I become more interested in staying in Japan. Mm. So I asked my professor, like, is it possible if I wanna study here? And he said that, yeah, I, I think it's possible. Maybe we can apply for you. And then when I applied for everything, I was like, no, maybe there are many applicants and I will not get it. So I came back to Iran and I forgot about it. And then I got the email. I remember that I was with, um, with my family going to a trip and I, I opened my email when I, we were like out of the plane, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to Japan it. in three months. <laughs> and my mom was like, what? <laughs> So w w did you apply for the next? Or yes, the exactly. Next yeah. And my scholarship is not really easy, right? Yes, it's, that's it's, the point that yeah. I thought I will not definitely <laughs> yeah. get it. So I <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God that you're here, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So do you still communicate with other people from Iran who want to do PhD? And do you recommend them to come to Japan or no? 
uh, yeah, I'm in contact with people and mm. like the, the, that's interesting that I got so many questions about this part. Mm -hmm. But uh, I can say that the point that we should know is that like there are, we are like, we have, I cannot say so much, but kind of difference with Japan and Japanese culture and like Jap even Japanese way of studying and like yeah. in the university. So maybe if someone wants to come here, I can say that I recommend because there's so much to experience here. And overall, like Japan, I think I can say that especially for girls is very safe country and people are always kind, mm -hmm. kind to you. And there are many things that I, I'm always thankful and appreciate. But it's better people to know where I where they are going, and to know how they will study, how they will work. Like yeah, so to research. Yeah, what exactly. Going to do before yeah. actually. Stepping yes, into exactly. It. Because I didn't know anything. Even <laughs> you cannot believe the, when I came, I couldn't speak one word. So why did I did yeah. this to myself? That, that, I don't know what I did. I think. Yeah, but I guess ma many of us like start off like this. Like I don't know what was I thinking. <laughs> but yeah it, it takes a little bit like you know like you have to have faith you know okay take a leap of faith but like you said also it's really important to research exactly because phd can honestly you know be a very bad experience like if if you're not careful right exactly yeah i saw many people that they quit in the middle of their PhD, mm. like not in Japan, in all over the world, there are many mm. cases. So because like we, we will have like lots of tough time. Yeah, like you, I mean, the PhD is a series of failures <laughs> in order to, to reach your success, right? You do something yeah. and it fails, you do something and it fails until, you know, it works out and then exactly that's what you show to people. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the only I, part I that you know, like, <laughs> see, I got something, but yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, th thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. Uh, any last words that you want to tell people who are interested in, you know, doing a PhD or like coming to Japan to do a PhD? If you have anything to say, you know. Well, as I told you, I, I, I really can tell people that like coming to Japan is is a very unique experience. Like mm -hmm. if, if anyone have this chance to come, I think they should come. I think for me is like something that no one, if they have the chance, shouldn't miss. But the point is that just come prepared, just know where you are going, know your path that you are going through. That that will make your life much more easier. Mm. But having PhD, especially like in part like dental materials, I think at least for me is like going to a new world. So I, I can recommend mm. it to someone if they like it. I know I said I was about to wrap it up, but one question. So you go into a PhD thinking that, you know, many doors will open for you after your PhD. That's not always the case, right? Yeah. And this is why, like, this is one of the most important points that you should know what you're getting yourself into. Because if you're getting into a PhD thinking that this PhD is going to definitely, <laughs> you know, open doors for you and you're going to be way better after it then that's not always the case right uh no i don't think so and mm -hmm. i think phd change people a lot mm -hmm. and it's not like opening the door or you when you did your phd you will go this way like yeah, going it's, up it's, it's no, not no, a, no no it's no. not one plus one equals two no right? no like no not uh, at all there's a lot more factors yes included exactly in it, right? 
Anyways, yeah, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. Thanks and a lot for having me. Hopefully, we'll have another conversation in a future yeah. episode. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it will be my pleasure. And thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay.